everybody. It's me. It's Jake. It's episode 311, live from corporate headquarters in San Francisco, California. Corporate headquarters, temporary corporate headquarters. Uh, it's Thursday, July 23rd, and this is the show for today. This is the last show of this week. Uh, there's no show on Friday this week, and I'll be back with Belinda on Monday, but this is the audio from my live Facebook and YouTube show, July 23rd. I hope you're well. Hang in there. Stay safe. Here we go. Uh, I think we are. I think we turned on right at the last second when I was doing a little bit of nose work there. All right. Well, it's formal Thursday. As you can see, I'm ready for corporate awards show today. Um, We've already had our first show this morning, and uh, now we're getting ready for our second show. They're going live from um, live from California, both to Europe and uh, the rest of the United States, and then also going to. Um, I'm trying to open up the thing so I can say hi to you guys, but I, I'm had a little bit of trouble here. Um, so. So the morning show, okay, what do I do here? I'm trying, I'm trying, click to expand, click to expand. There, I'm expanded. All right, keys, pants off, dance off, Brad, hello, Clinton. Yeah, it's awards time. I'm really doing the best I can to strike a festive, uh, a festive note. Um, Richard, good to see you, Brad. Yeah, collar needs some attention, doesn't it? What's going on wrong? Here, back here. Oh, yeah, you're right. There we go. There we go. Get her, get her all right. Well, yes, yeah, so, so I'm dressed a bit sparkly. It's, uh, it's like our, it's like our prom. It's like, this is our prom. I wish Belinda could be here for prom. Um, but yes, hi, Sharon. Hello, Scott. Um, so this is a, uh, this is the full on, uh, effect that you get. Um, when you're hosting a, cor- a corporate award show. And uh, unfortunately, the people who are winning in the awards aren't even here uh, to receive them. So we're kind of giving them out virtually online. And one of, the, one of the prizes is a trip, you know, that you get to take your spouse or your loved one on a, on a deluxe fancy trip to an exotic location. Except uh, you can't go to any ex- exotic locations now, so they're having to say, well, when the pandemic is over, then you'll be able to go to the exotic location. And now the trips, the the uh, deluxe award trips are backing up. So if you win this year's exotic award trip, and then you win next year's, then you're just going to go for two weeks instead of one week to the exotic location. But the way that you win the trip is by being so good at selling uh, whatever it is that you're selling at the company that you work for. <laughs> That's how you win the trip. So you can't, even when you're on your exotic trip, you need to be selling and talking to your customers and trying to generate more deals. So it's a, it's a funny, it's a funny kind of s- cycle when you're one of these, uh, when you, when you're one of these really successful salesmen's, 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 uh, I'm not a very good vocabulary or um, right now. Anyway, it's good to see you all secretly. I wish you could get away with wearing something like that. Jeff, you can. You can wear something like this, and you'd be surprised at how easy it is um, to uh, to get away with it. What you do is uh, you just put it on, and everybody thinks that that's who you are. But they don't. They don't. They don't know. 
They don't know that this is just a jacket that I put on. They think this, this is who I am. And so remember that. The next time you're watching your favorite celebrity dressed up in their fantastic outfit, you think, oh, they can wear that because they're special. No, you can wear the exact same special thing. This jacket, this exact jacket, I happen to know, because I, they, they did some virtual shopping. They sent me several Amazon links. So <laughs> this jacket, this shirt, and this tie, to be honest, I think the tie and the shirt were a combo deal, but these are all available on Amazon.com. Um, to be sent straight to your house or to your corporate headquarters. Now, I don't know how you keep these sequins from coming off, but uh, they stay on for a day. And to be honest, the price, the, the retail value of this jacket, um, we'll just put it this way. We went out to buy some flowers for some of the people who have been helping to organize the event here. And the sum total of two flower arrangements <laughs> was more than the jacket the shirt and the tie combined. So, all this could be yours, minus the Omega Man view, for, for a fraction of what you're paying now for your current trousers. All right. Um, yeah, virtual trips. People are going on virtual trips nowadays um, and going places. Oh, here we go you want some pants made out of this stuff. I don't think that trousers are going to be so good with this. I mean, they'd be stand-up only. You wouldn't want to sit down in trousers made, made like this. I'm not even crazy uh, about sitting down in a jacket make, made out of this. <laughs> Darren, you could say, you could wear a mask with your junk hanging out. No one would notice. Well, yeah, with a tux like this, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Um, you, Todd, you're in Santa Monica right now and you haven't even seen Ewan McGregor? Well, that's because she and Belinda are probably off surfing some, somewhere. Yeah, so this is the junk out mask. This is junk in. Junk out, junk in. Um, hello, my sister Sue. Um, looks like a Don Cherry suit. Uh, I'm sure that that's a, an actor. It's, uh, let's see what the bland, bland. <laughs> Kufandi. C-O-O-F-A-N-D-Y. It's 60% uh, polyester and... Or 60% resin and 40% polyester. What the heck? What, what, what is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what resin is, but let's not think about it. Well, I feel great. When I'm wearing this, I feel great. And it's surprisingly warmer than you think it's going to be um, because it's not, it's not thick or heavy. But it's like it's kind of like wearing one of those garbage bag suits that uh, wrestlers use to cut weight. <laughs> you really do get a little bit of the sweat going. But I don't think you dare wash this or even dry clean it. I think what you do is you just spray it with some Febreze and hang it out in the Febreze uh, for a little while. Uh, yes, I am achieving maximum Liberace assitude right now. Um, <laughs> looks like Colonel Sanders high school prom suit. Um, mm. Time. It's time for another one of these delicious bananas from home. <laughs> bananas from home. That's going to be the title of my Christmas album. Um, so, what have I got for you today? I'll be honest. Listen, I don't even see Jen here. She might be cashed out today. It sounded like she had a job interview. She sent me an email saying that she thought that I looked sick or tired yesterday, and I have to say, I am tired. I had to get up, so this morning, I had to get up at 5 a.m., come and put this on, 
The show started at 6.50, a.m. in this suit. And the other two, the CEO and the CRO, Chief Revenue Officer, sales head, were in tuxedos and we were giving out awards online at 7 a.m. in California time. That's an early show by any, by any standards. I mean, when I started comedy, the early show was at 7 o'clock or the early show was at 9 o'clock p.m., and the late show was 11 p.m., so 7 a.m. Is, is far too early for this kind of this kind of thing. Um, so what do we got? Hockey soon, you're saying, Joan? Is that going to be right? Are we going to be playing hockey? I know they're going to be playing some, uh, some um, baseball soon. Uh, I don't have the matching pants to go, or shorts to go with this jacket. This, I just am wearing black, black trousers. The jacket's enough. I mean, I could be wearing a banana hammock, and this jacket would still get the job done, I think. Dodgy banana hammock. Um, <laughs> that banana was in my pocket uh, earlier this morning, Keys, and I am happy to see you. Um, yeah, I am missing the Siegfried and Roy Lions and Tigers and a whip. Um, and yes, Richard, 650 does come around twice a day. There's two 650s, it turns out. There's the one that we're all used to, and then this other one <laughs> that they're doing at an ungodly hour. Um, I'm all for legislation to get rid of that other 650, but uh, I don't know that that's going to be possible at this time. Now, I have to say, um, I have to say that uh, today's our last show of the week. That's why I've called it TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday because uh, I'm not going to be a, uh, available to do the show tomorrow because I'm going to be relaxing outdoors. Hopefully I'm going to be getting wet and relaxing in a, in a river and then I'm going to drive home on Saturday while I'll be back together on Monday with Belinda. But uh, along those lines, it's important to stay hydrated here at Corporate Headquarters. Mm. So we've got our second award show, which is basically a rinse and repeat of the earlier award show, except there's some other people who are winning awards in other parts of the world. And so they're going to get uh, their awards this afternoon. And then uh, at my request, I believe we're actually going to have a pizza party. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I know this is the perfect outfit for a pizza party. I think your work too, Rita. Reality show in Vegas. Wow, this is a Vegas outfit. This is a Vegas outfit. I, what's it like in Vegas right now? I'd love to get in there. Um, yeah, Jen's probably going to fall down the stairs. I'm, I'm guessing Jen's going to watch later on after the fact and uh, uh, this is the first time I've really noticed Jen is missing so that's a bit sad what do I have here for us today I got a little bit of snark I suppose um, I had uh, I had a story from Dana sent me an email a zoo story about uh, well, that time I'm going to have to switch over to the email here for a second so the camel exhibit was next to a type of antelope called an Adax, 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 with a high, cha high link, chain link fence. And the Adax give birth to their young, who then kind of sit on their legs in a little ball. So it looks like they're a white stone. And they would sometimes find the baby Adax in the camel's uh, fenced in area, because I guess the camels would reach over and grab the babies and lift them up and put them into their area. Now, I don't know why the camels were stealing the Adaxes, and that wasn't really clear from Dana's story. Uh, but uh, 
there's a little bonus camel addicts tidbit tidbit for um, for Thursday. How do I get back to where we were here so I can see the comments? Um, hello from Florida, Keith. Yes, good to see you. Um, yeah, I did walk through North Beach yesterday, but I don't think I'm going to be walking through North Beach uh, today in this. Actually, I did go out for a little bit of a walk, and I got a uh, fried chicken wrap that was quite tasty. It's hard to find anything open right now. There's the farmer's market over by the ferry building, and, uh, you know, there was some purple broccoli. I didn't know there was purple broccoli, so here's a newsflash. There's purple broccoli now. So... Uh, I saw purple broccoli today. I didn't buy any purple broccoli because uh, it's going to be a few days until I get home and I don't have access to uh, consistent refrigeration. My hotel room does not have a refrigerator. I have a small cooler that I brought along that I keep putting ice in, but I, I'm, I don't think I can keep the purple broccoli alive till then. So what do I have? A little snark here, <clears throat> and this is snark. This isn't the snark I was looking. These are not the snarks I was looking for. This is some work snark. Beware of the lollipop of mediocrity. Lick it once and you'll suck forever. That's Brian Wilson, Beach Boys. Um, so watch out for the lollipop of mediocrity. Uh, I don't know about that one. That's a little lick and suck type of a joke. That uh, and I think I like to think that Brian Wilson is better than that joke. But uh, this is the problem with snark. You get snarky one time, somebody writes it down, puts it in a book, and then some other jackass in a sparkly jacket reads it on his live Facebook show, and uh, you look foolish when really <laughs> what you want is for people to listen to pet sounds and kind of get, get over the fact that you're a genius. Um, so anyway, no, no more snark. No more snark for today. Um, Trina... <laughs> you sure know my fashion. Yeah, this is uh, this is what I'm going to wear from Thursday on Thursdays from now on. They are going to let me keep this jacket because, as I say, it was purchased on Amazon for <laughs> for less than probably the price of the trousers that you're wearing now. Um, and I have to say, it's it's pretty good value. I mean, you, I think I can I think you can wear this almost anywhere and make make a friend. Uh, that's that's guaranteed if you know what you're doing. And the trick to making friends in a jacket like this is to smile and act like you have to wear it for work until you find out that they think it's cool and then you act like you're cool. Um, you want soup and cooch. I don't know what that is. Um, all right. Uh, Brian Wilson has special lollipops. I think so, too. They're doctor-prescribed, although now you can get recreational lollipops. You don't have to get the medicinal lollipop permit anymore. Um, you just listened to Smile yesterday, Jeff. Yeah, that's pretty good. Darren says, Jake, by coincidence, I'm wearing a shiny suit and have an award ceremony too. <laughs> Gotta go. Thank you. Please be safe. Uh, yeah, Darren, thank you. Thank you for tuning in and good luck with your award ceremony. And uh, when we're allowed to take our luxury trip, I will see you. I will see you there. Betsy Pickles asking if the sleeves are long enough. Yeah, I do. I think they are. I think they're long enough. Um, I can show a little bit of a cuff. I can shoot the cuffs a little bit, but uh, no, they're long enough. I'm, I'm a kind of a. I've got a good off the rack 42 size frame, which is that and uh, $48 gave one of these jackets. Um, Super Gooch is a great German joint over in Hayes Valley. Ooh, um, yeah. I'm not going to have time to get to any restaurants. 
tonight I'm gonna have, we're gonna have the pizza party and that's it. Um, wear this on the streets of San Francisco and make a lot of friends. That's a promise. Well, you could wear this on the streets of anywhere and make a lot of friends. Is my point. But uh, yes, of course, San Francisco loves the snappy dresser. That's been that was true when I moved here in 1982, and it's still true today. Although you wear it out on the streets down there, and you're gonna be lucky if you can see anyone. There's nobody. There's three cars up there. There's nobody out. It is. It is just this Varinus has really put a cramp in everyone's style right now. Um, what else can we read? Let's check the fun meter. Oh, the fun meter. Oh, we're about uh, medium today. I don't know how high we're going to be able to get the fun. Maybe another bite of the dodgy banana will put me over the edge. Mmm. Yeah, that's nice. Mmm. So last night, I met our friend Clinton to... Uh, look at some prospective t-shirts that we'll have on offer for supporters of the uh, daily briefing and uh, that was exciting made me feel like an entrepreneur and I uh, can't wait to share those designs with you next week after I discuss them with Belinda my supervisor she's my manager uh, my, my manager and uh, so that was nice and then I went to see if I could find something to eat but there was no I'd been to the two fancy restaurants near my hotel, so I didn't want to. I didn't feel like something fancy, so I got a. I got sort of a fancy cheeseburger from some from a place. It was all right, but man, cheeseburger! You got to be in the right mood. Um, no, this is not a proper outfit for an assassin. Although I don't know. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you can be inconspicuous by being conspicuous. Ed, Ed says, uh, if you want to see people, come over and walk around Lake Merritt in Oakland. Yeah, I know, Ed. That's the thing. You think you want to see people in the Varinus, and then you see a bunch of people, and now you're mad at all those people. That's why Belinda and I have stopped going to the beach on the weekend, because it's too, it's too many people. Now, maybe they're far enough from each other. Probably they're not far enough from each other. But I can't just be getting mad all day. I'm already... <laughs> discouraged or angry or all the feelings. We're all having all the feelings right now. Hardly ever. I have to say I haven't really been having the, that kind of joy of life feeling lately, although this, this jacket is actually really helping me. I feel like that's one of the benefits of walking around in a jacket like this. It, get, it, get you, it lightens you up. It lightens the world up. It makes you a little bit happier. Um, Yeah, yes, yes, don't give up. We're going to have the don't, don't give up shirt. And we'll also have a, a Camelier shirt. Yeah, Todd, you're saying you're surprised at how much is open there in Santa Monica. I was too, because I thought California, we were shutting back down, but we sort of shut back down. But you can still eat at restaurants out on the street. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot you can do. The Apple store is closed. Um <laughs> Carol's saying I didn't realize how many people have or had COVID until you drafted your fantasy baseball team. I saw so many athletes on the DL because of COVID or testing positive. Yeah, well, I've got a feeling that some of these athletes, it's young people. They think they're, invinci they think they're invincible, so they're doing things that uh, are kind of risky because they don't think that they're personally going to have any consequences. And uh, I have to say, obviously, if, you're, if we're picking athletes or uh show business celebrities as our role models we you know you can wind up in a in a situation where your role model did something 
that you don't think is so smart. Uh, whereas if you pick comedians who host uh, international sales events, you can also probably find yourself watching someone do something that seems a little bit uh, weird, like driving to San Francisco. But, uh, you know, we're doing our best. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd wear this in an airport. Uh, they closed the bars in New York again, in Rich. Yeah, well, I have to say that open bars seemed like a bad idea, and uh, it's not that I'd be happy if they closed the comedy clubs that are open, but I, I, I don't think... I, I, I sort of feel like, look, if, if something's open, that doesn't mean it's a good idea to go to it. And so we've all kind of get to make our own decisions. But yeah, I, I'm not ready, I think, to be doing a show in a comedy club just because I don't think I want to create something that's going to attract people who I like. I like all you guys. What if you came to a comedy show and then you got the COVID and then one of us got sick? Uh, that would be terrible. Jen, you're here. Oh, my God. Thank God you're here. I was a little worried. I was a little worried about you, Jen. You sent me an email to say that I look tired and then you don't show up for the show. <sighs> Brutal. Anyway, thank God you're okay. Um, uh, Panama hospitals out of ICU beds today. Is that is that near you, Keith? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's the problem. Is all the people who are doing the risky things they don't realize. Well, the hospital is almost at capacity, and you don't want to have to go to the hospital. Look, if you get sick with anything right now. Uh, or if you break your leg, it's not, you don't want to go to the hospital. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm on solid ground there. So anyway, we're doing our best. We're doing our best. Um, Scott says, any take home beer shopping while I'm up there? No, I didn't do any take home beer shopping. Uh, I think I know what that means, but, uh, right downtown here, there's not so many places to buy beer. I went out last night looking for a place that I could just get something decent to eat and maybe have a beer or a glass of wine with dinner and all I could find was uh, a burger plate. Well, I could cook, I could have gone to the super high end, but I went to the burger place and did that. Um, so uh, what do you say there, Ed? We have tons of comedy clubs here and in LA, but we won't likely go back until a vaccine at this point. Yeah, I, I, I may go back well, who knows? I don't know what I'll do. I have to just say, I don't know what I'll do. Um, like I keep saying, I'm supposed to have a gig in September, but I kind of think that that's going to get canceled. I, I probably have to call those guys, but I don't, I sort of don't want to find out that the, that gig's not going to happen because I like the idea that I'm looking forward to something that I enjoy in the future. So I don't want to find out that that's already been canceled or that the club is going to go out of business or something like that. But I do love that club in Seattle and uh, laughs. And I and I would like to, I'd like to think that Dave and Angela are going to be still in operation up there. Um, and uh, anyway, like that. Jen says, uh, Laura's subdivision on lockdown, 200 fine, no masks, $1,600 for leaving the subdivision, leaving her subdivision. Oh, Laurie's subdivision. Oh, that's in Australia, huh, Jen? $200 fine for no mask, $600 for leaving, $1,600 for leaving the subdivision. But that's in, uh, that's in Australia, so those are Australian dollars. We, we kind of went over this yesterday. They're not worth quite as much as American dollars. So when you're listening to the Camel podcast and they tell you you can get $40 per liter uh, for camel urine, that's Australian dollars. So that's $200 fine for no mask. Probably works out to more like, 
don't know, 100, 150, maybe 170 American. Um, but, uh, right, Australia. What else do I have for us today? Um, I, you know, I've got this book, The Trivia Compendium of Useless Information, and I have to say, I'm going through here for things to share on the show, and uh, <laughs> while you can't stop reading this trivia, it's very hard to find things to say on the show, but let me just pick one at random here. Concert of Swine, the musical highlight of the Great Exhibition of 1851 in England was an instrument called the Pigtail Organ. Okay, I stand corrected. I said that there was nothing good to talk about in here. Already I'm loving this. Um, the pigtail organ, the organist of this most unusual instrument, had assembled a herd of pigs, each of which had a squeal of a different pitch. The tails of the pigs were connected to a system of pinchers, which were operated by the keys of the organ. To play the instrument, the organ organist merely pressed the desired keys, the pig gets pinched, and then they squeal, and then you can make a melody uh, to delight your audience. It says to the delight of the audience, but I'm not delighted. Just by the description of this, this seems like animal cru cruelty, and uh, Peter would be on this guy um, in a second. <laughs> but uh, the Great Exhibition of 1851, so this is, just put this in your notes for things to do when they invented a time machine. You want to head to the Great Expedi Exhibition of 1851 in England and an instrument called the pigtail organ. That's what you're looking for when you step out of the time machine. What's the copyright of this book? 1975. 1975. This is what happens when you just throw all your childhood things in a box and then your parents send it to you when you become a grown-up but you're too busy to go through it until there's a global pandemic and uh, you've got your own your own TV show on Facebook and your wife is not present. That's how this happened. Uh, get that pigtail organ to the Iowa State Fair and you'll make millions. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, Laura says, didn't I see this one on the Muppets? Well, I think that's definitely possible. Um, <laughs> well, it's keys is on fire, I guess. The keys got to have that organ. Yeah. Uh, Uh, so Michael is saying I just get a kick out of watching these on YouTube it's just me so every question I ask is private even though it's public yeah I know the YouTube feed is not really getting a lot of uh, attention I may just start doing the Facebook feed and then dump it over to the YouTube because what's the point of doing it live if you can't be watching the comments anyway Jiu Jitsu move Thursday yeah that's a good that's a good suggestion Ed although you know I'm not really qualified to teach anybody Jiu Jitsu because I barely know Jiu Jitsu and I'm not allowed to have anybody who knows Jiu Jitsu come over to my house or I would have already done that <laughs> but uh, Belinda doesn't watch the show she's in the show Keith says I've draped my pants over the monitor and they're smoking <laughs> well uh, I don't know if that's good or bad but uh, I'm going to have to take that as a compliment. Um, so this has been a fun... Well, should I, should I, we had such good luck with that first trivia. Let's see, um, let's see about another trivia thing. The shortest reign of any monarch on record was that of Louis XIV of France, whose tenure in royal office lasted 15 minutes on August 2nd, 1830 at... Rambouillet, the Dauphin, Louis Antoine, technically became King Louis the, um, oh, not 14th, I'm sorry, it's XIX. So in my mind, I think that's the, 
uh, is that the 19th? Upon signature of the former King Charles X 10th on act of abdication. 15 minutes later, Louis signed another act of abdication, turning his crown over to Henry V. Okay, well, so that's not, that's not. See, this is what I was talking about. He was king for 15 minutes, but that's only because he, was, he became king so that he could surrender the king to Henry V, who's probably some kind of an a-hole, um, if you believe Shakespeare. And uh, there we go. There we go. Okay, so I stand, I stand corrected that I was correct originally that the trivia a compendium of useless information is in fact a compendium of useless information with, with some notable exceptions. All right. Um, 19, yes. Um, <laughs> call for room service and do jujitsu on them. Well, today I went for a walk to go uh, get my chicken wrap and buy the flowers uh, that I mentioned earlier in the show. And uh, I kept, there was a guy with a basketball and a backpack who sort of seemed like uh, it's like one of those basketball hustlers, but also possibly a homeless guy. And he dribbled right towards me and then cut to one side. It's like he was having a practice basketball move one-on-one game with me. Um, and I did think, well, if this guy knocks me down, I'll be able to uh, fight him. <laughs> so that's that's some of the benefits of doing jiu-jitsu. If you get knocked down by a homeless basketball hustler, uh, you've got a good chance of, um, of prevailing in that encounter. Um, all right. Oh, now I'm a little confused. I would have just have had Henry V decapitated right away. Well, if, if you've been following along with my uh, uh, bar fight advice, then you know in a bar fight you're supposed to um, you're supposed to hit first. All right, so now I'm gonna um, <laughs> flip heads. Keys, you're flipping your pants like a bur- burger, huh? All right, so um, what have I got to round out the day? Well, let's just say this. When you speak positively, you receive positively. And uh, you want to accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative. But yeah, it's hard to be positive nowadays. I do get that it's hard to be positive nowadays because uh, there's so many things going on that can make you angry or depressed. But we got to try and stay, stay positive. Things do not happen to you. Things happen for you. you got to get your prepositions in line. Things do not happen to you. They happen for you. And I do feel like I do. That's one from the Little Green Book that I do try and uh, and live by and think about. You know, I had uh, I, I heard one of these motivational kind of talks, and I know it's not Motivational Monday, but it was one of those one of those talks about how to reframe your thoughts about what's going on in the world. And the advice was, something bad happens, you try and say to yourself, "This is good because." Like, what's the way to frame this? It didn't happen to me. It happened for me. This is creating an opportunity for me to do some other thing. Well, hopefully that's the case. Hopefully the fact that there's no show tomorrow has created an opportunity for you to do something for that half hour. And I have to say, I will be thinking about you at 3 p.m. California time. And I will uh, and I will uh, miss you all. But we'll be together on Monday. And Belinda will be here as well. Um, thank you all for watching the show. It's been my my pleasure, as as always, as we say goodbye to the beautiful streets of San Francisco. Um, 
Here's some other beautiful streets you can see down there. I hope no one's throwing up right now. Um, so uh, it's been a fun it's been a fun few days up here in the Bay Area. I look forward to getting back home. And uh, Todd, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see you <laughs> while you're there because I'm not going to get home until Sunday at 7 p.m. But if you're or Saturday uh, evening time, but if you're still around on Sunday, shoot me an email and maybe we can meet for a coffee. Uh, all right. You guys have a great weekend. I'm going to be very careful with this jacket. Can't wait to show it to Belinda. Um, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. T-shirts are coming next week. Don't buy any T-shirts over the weekend. All right. We'll see you soon. Thanks for watching, everybody. Oh, thank you for watching. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for being yourselves. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. We'll see you on Monday. Um, take care of each other, take care of yourself, and be nice. All right. Thanks, everybody. Take care.